the average household median income for the United States in 2018, the end of 2017, is approximately $50,000, 50000 to $55,000, depending on where you look at. Full disclosure, I don't make $50,000. So I'm a common man. I'm a working man. This podcast has been created out of desperation, A, out of B, making a creative outlet for myself, and C, to uh, see what the outcome of this experiment of following, quote-unquote, your dreams leads to. So I'm going to be putting this out. I'm going to be putting this content out constantly. Wherever that may lead, the goal is not to become rich. The goal is not to become famous. The goal is simply to state my ideas, to state my thoughts, to share my ideas, and to share my thoughts, whatever the outcome may be. Now, being that I am a working man, I also don't believe in excuses regardless of where you start of I believe in playing your hand I believe in playing your aces or playing your deuces but we all got a way to win a hand regardless of the cards we have so that leads me to the topic at hand pulling ourselves from our bootstraps see I'm right here right now from point A and you will follow me on my journey So, like I said, I don't believe in excuses. And I have come to this realization that I believe will benefit all of us. That is, that politicians, whether Democratic or Republican, Libertarian or Independent, Socialist, etc. None of them, absolutely not one of them. Are our saviors Politicians are not our saviors You see, politicians get paid by one of two ways Either through taxes Which most of us working men understand very well Or companies slash billionaires Who fund their campaigns. That is the only way a politician can get paid. And being that politicians. Only get paid in those two ways. We need to understand that they are only loyal. To whoever pays them most. Point blank period. Point blank period. So we need to understand that. Basically, they are the voice of these companies. They are the voice of these billionaires that have their own agendas. And most people will say, oh, yes, you're one of those conspiracy loonies. This is no conspiracy, folks. Companies and billionaires have their own agendas to create greater wealth and to maintain the wealth they already have in their hands. Now, that doesn't mean... And I believe this wholeheartedly. That doesn't mean that we give up. That's it. We throw in the towel. We can't do anything. We can't win. The the whole thing is stacked against us. 
hey, that may very well be the fact. It may be all odds against us, but that doesn't mean that we cannot rise from the ashes. We cannot rise like the Dark Knight did in that great movie. Yes, folks, even us, even you, even I can be Batman. Right now, I ain't even close to being Bruce Wayne. But we just need to understand that whatever your political inclination, that's not going to save you. What's going to save us is hard work. What's going to save us is sticking to our ideals, to our core, to our foundation. You see, we need to understand that politicians, companies, slash billionaires all try to play on our feelings. See, since the very inception of this country, we need to understand that propaganda has been a great, great, great tool. Benjamin Franklin, you know, that guy on your $100 bill, the top propagandist of all the founding fathers, in my opinion. Incredible propagandist. How did he uh, gather momentum for the revolutionary cause? Through uh, his newspapers, through posters, through the uh, hiring of other people that were willing to do the same. You see, Common Sense, one of the most famous pamphlets of the time, is merely propaganda, folks. See, the Founding Fathers will admit, and you will find many quotes on this, where the Founding Fathers admit that the war would not have been won without the help of newspapers, without the help of the propaganda, the main media of the time, newspapers. See, in the late 1770s, Washington, along with Congress, funded the New Jersey Journal, the very first army-controlled newspaper. You see, this newspaper was built as Washington's mouthpiece. It was what he used to gather the public's favor. It was what he used to combat his detractors that owned opposing newspapers. You see, one very important fact that we need to understand about the Revolutionary War is that most colonists actually weren't patriots and they weren't loyalists either see most colonists were what they called fence sitters see the majority of colonists were on the fence they didn't know or had no convictions about joining the patriot side or the loyal side the loyalist side, quote-unquote. See, what they were trying to do, the newspapers on both sides, see the colonial newspapers and the uh, British papers, what they were trying to do was gather the favoritism of the fence-sitters because they understood that the population, whether we feel sometimes that we have no say or that things will be as they are always. What we need to understand is that wars 
are usually won through propaganda, through the perception of the populace. So we need to understand this. We need to understand that they try to play on our feelings. They care not about your life. They are not our saviors. They merely want you to feel what they feel is the correct view. See, this was also very prevalent in the First World War. See, in the First World War, the U.S., England, and Germany all had specific departments dedicated to the use and mass distribution of propaganda. See, in World War I, the U.S. had the Committee on Public Info, where Wilson had recruited the top illustrators of the time. The top illustrators of the time, and their goal was basically to ensure the public unity, to ensure that we were for the war, that we were willing to go to war. And see, between England and Germany, they had a different objective when it came to their propaganda. England, their department was called the Wellington House. That was basically the British media organization dedicated to the propaganda in their country. And actually, they distributed distributed a lot of their propaganda aimed at the U.S., population because they wanted the U.S. to fight with them. And Germany, believe it or not, also aimed its propaganda to gather favoritism from the United States of America. You see, once the First World War began, all sorts of resources were absolutely vanquished, whether it was material sources or monetary sources. So basically the United States. Was going to be the main player. In financing the war. Whether it was with. Economic. Help. Or. With material goods. With ammunition. With weapons. And basically they try to play on. Our feelings. And it has been the same story ever since, folks. World War II. In World War II, Hitler, along with many Germans, were quite embarrassed after the outcome of World War I. Uh, they were very embarrassed. Because they felt that the treaty they were forced to sign left them in shambles. So, once Hitler came to power, he also created a propaganda department called the RMVP. The Ministry of People's Enlightened Enlightenment and Propaganda. <laughs> and in 1939... The Germans actually used the false flag, uh, an attack on Poland that they actually said was started by the Poles. 
And around the same time, Britain also formed the MOI, the Ministry of Info, their Department of Propaganda for World War II. And uh, their objective was to control motion pictures and radio, which was the biggest form of media, of mass media of the day. And also in World War II, the United States created the OWI, or the Office of War Info. And all of these departments were created to dominate the newspapers, the radio, and the cinematography of the day. You see, each country painted the enemy as the worst beast ever created. And each country painted their cause as the most glorious cause ever taken on by mankind. And I think it would be foolish of us to think that this is not going on in these very days and times. There are many geopolitical things going on in the Middle East, in the Americas, in the South America in Africa, in Asia, all over the place. And I believe we are foolish to think that propaganda is not being instilled in the media of our days. I need not go any further. You just need to turn on the TV, turn on the radio, and you will see and hear these things going on. But see, I say all of that to say this. I say we still are in control of our destiny. As long as we are able-bodied people, I say we can still rise. We can still progress. See, I think we need to begin with ourselves first. I need to begin with myself first. Better myself. That's the only way I can help anybody else around my nucleus. See, because to rise as a family, first we must be leaders. To rise as a family, then we can rise as a community. And so on and so forth, it will begin to expand, in my opinion. So I say, let's put our heads down and get to work. Whatever it is we're good at, with great intentions to help our fellow man, I believe we can still rise from all this that goes on in the background. See, all of that is noise. If you, in your home, in your community, in your city, in your town, you're not, you are not experiencing the sky is falling syndrome or truly terrible things that they paint in the media, then let's get to work. Let's do what we can to help our fellow man because... Like I said, first I need to better myself for me to be able to help anybody else. And there is no way around that. See, so follow me on this journey. On this journey of crazy, unparalleled tangents on this podcast.